Welcome to the Queer Arabs podcast. This is Alia. This is Nadia. Hi, I'm Layla. Um, I go by Layla EO on the internet. Um, I am an artist, uh, a lesbian artist, and I just make a bunch of queer art. I do a lot of, uh, the stuff that kind of started me in art a lot was just like queer media. Um, you know, I saw Lady Gaga on TV when I was nine. It's what everyone does, it's the story. But, um, you know, um, I just kind of do a bunch of stuff that's queer and Middle Eastern. Um, I try to work with a lot of uh, Middle Eastern drag because it's kind of where my whole thing started. Um, but usually just hypercolor, um, kind of surrealism. I love kind of taking reality and twisting it into like a really queer neon way. It's cool. Yeah, it's so, I was taking a look through your Instagram. It's like everything's so like vibrant and like, yeah. life turned up like five notches i love it i love the cool. so i you. love the colors like what medium do you use uh mostly traditional um i'm dabbling in digital but i haven't posted much of it um i cool. have you know uh yeah just like marker color pencil gel pen the whole thing sweet cool. and have you always yeah. been drawing or like creating oh. image or visual art I've always been creative. Um, when I was like 10, I was obsessed with Project Runway and I used to design my own looks to go with the thing, like the challenges, but um, I like actually started drawing, drawing when I was like 15 and I haven't stopped, so. Oh, amazing. Awesome. I saw like some of your earlier stuff on your Insta at least, there's a lot of um, black and white and then you, over time, yeah. you've added a lot of color, Just it's cool. I used to be, terrified of color it was actually kind of funny that I'm like a color artist now um because when I started out I was black and white only I did like photorealism I was terrified of color I thought I was gonna be bad at it and then I just kind of I think there was like a piece I think it was Asia O'Hara from Drag Race um she did this like thing where it was like black and white and red and so I tried the red and I was like wait I'm kind of good at this I like this and then I just kind of it went insane <laughs> Drag artists are amazing for like in, inspiration-wise, uh, visual. I mean, for visual uh, art. Yeah, seeing that you have a lot of drawings of Jackie Cox. Do you know her? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, well, it, I started out liking her because of you know Drag Race and her yeah. whole like you know thing. And then I've drawn her so much that we kind of became friends, um, which is cool. great. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so I do a lot of stuff with her. Uh, I just. Really like what she does we kind of vibe you know yeah it's cool i love that that that's a really cool way to like get to know someone that's, right that's awesome yeah yeah it's i like also an interesting lens almost right yeah. yeah i also noticed um like a while back you did uh you did one of the zakar twins who we've had on the podcast i was really excited to have, see that yeah. did they have they them. did they see it yeah yeah, yeah. we oh, actually like awesome i would say we're like besties but like we know each other it's pretty cool really um, oh cool also through drawing um because i did uh, a piece of them i think like last year and then um i got or two years ago i don't know a while ago and then um i did another one ironically with jackie cox too um it was this piece of them with like they did this like thing where it was like they were holding like the like queer flags with like all of the like in like a hijab but it was really cool and oh, so i did uh i did this piece that was a tribute to that with all the like middle eastern flags muslim countries it was like really controversial actually oh. but it, it was one of my favorites yeah oh what kind yeah, of that oh or, 
I was gonna say like on that note, like what sorts of uh, responses and reactions have you gotten for your work? Um, very mixed. Uh, people here, or like in the US really love it. Um, most of the time it's very like, oh nice, you know, you use a lot of color, that's really great. And then um, it kind of gets back to people in the Middle East, um, which is amazing. I love that. I do have a lot of really beautiful people who I know there, but um, you know, the typical kind of comeback that's like, your country doesn't want you, we hate this, you know, it happens, not surprising. But, um, you know, I never do things meaning to poke. Like, I never do stuff that's meant to be controversial. But a lot of the time, you know, it when just you just happens. Cross, yeah. 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 Intersectionality is not well received. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what, someone on like, like, either end, if, like with queer Arab stuff, it'll be like the Arabs might get yeah. pissed or the queer people, like queer folks might get it's pissed. It's always like, one or the other. Yeah. 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 And I, I mean, I think especially when you like detect hijab, there's like going to be someone who's like, no, that's oppressive um yeah uh-huh. and you're just like, it's like this just does not pertain to you just like go go yeah like this is not for you <laughs> yeah this does this has nothing to do yeah. with you um this has nothing to do with the ways in which hijab can be contextually oppressive this this is just not yeah. a, not related to any of that yeah um, it's really not yeah. that deep <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah uh yeah the irony of like people who are so adamantly against hijab and they say it's because they care about freedom it's like don't you care about someone's freedom to choose to wear it and it's just such a literally hypocritical yeah it's so dumb yeah and it's like uh the only freedom you care about is like clothes Mm -hmm. like your your entire concept of feminism is related to like what women wear yeah like that that's the only right you care about (laughs) Yeah. yeah people will be like it's all about freedom i want everyone to be free this, right. they don't oppress women and then they like won't let women wear what they want and they're the same people who are making jokes about being illegal in so many two countries so like mm-hmm. is it really is it really yeah like is that do you, do you care about any of the other rights too yeah besides like wearing exactly what you think people should wear yeah, yeah. it's like you're also yeah. trying to regulate women's clothing so good job yeah. <laughs> i know yeah like they love politics as long as it pertains to them mm-hmm. yeah yeah totally yeah uh, do you do you still have family in the middle east yeah um yeah. my dad is here um okay. but he's like almost his entire family is still there in jordan or like the uae and you know and so um i'm not i'm out to my dad um which is its own story but then my like actual extended family Maybe they know. Maybe they've seen my work. I don't know. But, you know. Yeah. Who knows? Because yeah. being queer Arab is complicated. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you yeah. Um, been to Jordan recently or anywhere else in the region to see your family? Unfortunately not. I'm kind of broke, but, you know, it yeah, is a goal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hear that. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah what are you working on these days? Um, well, I mean, I kind of just do whatever inspires me when it comes by, but uh, one of the things that I kind of have thought about recently um, is starting a series that's like uh, like underrepresented places um, and like actually portraying them the way they should be portrayed. Because um, like, I don't know how to really say that the right way, but um, you know, like the Middle East and in South Asia and South America, and you know, there's all these countries that the West 
portrays, you know, with a yellow filter and like yeah. as these like poor places that actually have really rich culture. So I've been thinking about doing like a line of just embracing like cities or cultures or countries, or whatever, but kind of actually shows what they look like and what the people yeah. do. I, I love think, that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. The, the yellow filter thing is so interesting. It's like interesting yeah. that you bring that up after we just had the conversation about colors. Yeah, no. because like what like color grading it plays such a role in how we perceive people and perceive places. Yeah, um, it's yeah. so heavy. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, so weird. The way that's one of the things that I love with color too is that like, you know, things just it influences like you said it influences stuff so much and like yeah. in movies you'll think a country is like really run down because they put like this dusty yellow filter over it mm -hmm. when it's fully it looks the same as some of the stuff <laughs> in the countries that these movies are made it's yeah. so it's insane right like most places have the same sky i mean i know pollution is a yeah. problem in some places but also like <laughs> it's not usually a like saffron pollution right yeah, yeah. <laughs> And there's, yeah, no, stuff like, like the yellow or sapia filters or whatever, like, it's like, it's trying to portray a different era. And yeah, it's, it's so bizarre, because if it's portraying right now, it's like time doesn't move at a different speed in different areas. Literally. So it, it makes no sense. Like I don't know what the goal is, you know. I have no idea. Just... It's like the Middle East and like South America just lives like in the 70s. And like, well, yeah. you, you guys realize that time keeps passing, right? Yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah. I, I don't know. This particular brand of Orientalism in the media is just so weird. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's so. so. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm thinking, even that, even like, if you think about The Wizard of Oz, how it starts in this just kind of muted tone and then gets really vibrant, and it's literally showing like some scary, uh, mysterious, ominous, uh, I, I guess, environment, and then adding the color is the signal, like, oh, this is a happy place. This is like a really yeah. magical environment. And that's how color really, color really does fuck with our brains. So they were doing orientalism yeah. towards Kansas? Is that what you're no, saying? No, no. <laughs> I mean, they kind of were. No, to, oh my God, true. <laughs> Hollywood is still keeping like the Middle East in that before filter. Yeah. For yeah. some reason. That's actually really good like comparison. Yeah, I think, and I mean, weird. like color is used the way that like soundtracks are. It like guides where things go. It's so weird. Like you said, it's just like, it, you know, it's just stuck in the before. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know if that's like what I'm doing with my art or what other people are doing. I just feel like that's the whole point is like trying to get it past the yellow filter. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's like, a great way yeah. of putting it. Yeah, I think it is what you're doing. I mean, um, I think there's something about like, without having to like make like, very loud explicit statements like giving something a more like a vibrant and fun color scheme like yeah. it takes things out of the the trauma category right mm -hmm. yeah. um like you don't have to make a, a whole statement like 
no, my existence is not exclusively about trauma, but you just put yeah. some some neon pink in there and all of a sudden yeah. people are seeing it a different way. Um, I think exactly. it's, it's subtle and it makes a point. I'm not a poet, but like I can change the way people see things. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Um, so you're you're based no. in Chicago, right? Yeah. Um, what's um, the... Cool. Go ahead. I don't know you're fine. I didn't even know what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I have two questions. Um, one, did you grow up there? And then uh, two, have you found like a a queer Arab or queer Swana scene there? Because I think we've, we've talked to quite a few people who have been based in yeah. Chicago before. Yeah, we have. Um, I was, I'm not from here. Uh, I grew up in Houston. Um, okay. And oh. then I moved here like a year and a little bit ago. Um, and I've just kind of been quarantined. Um, I've met some people, you know, yeah. like here and there but most of the time most of the people I know are you know in different cities around the world which is again love the internet but um I'd love to meet more people in Chicago I've met a few um who are like really big powerhouses mm-hmm. which has been cool yeah. I think there's a lot of that here I just haven't found them yet it's hard right now too yeah yeah, um, yeah. I did the opposite of you. I moved from, well, I, I'm in New York now, but I moved from Chicago to Houston. Um, and it it was like, like, it was definitely easier for me to make friends in Houston. It was a very fast process to um, find community there. I don't know if it's the Southern, like Southern thing, you know? Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty instant in Houston. Um, Chicago took me a while too. Uh, I think it's yeah. partially, yeah. I mean, I know it's partially just weather. People are out like maybe four months out of the year. Um, yeah, literally. Which makes a difference. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what all the factors were, but uh, definitely understand. Yeah, I definitely understand it. Like, just takes yeah. a little while. I mean, having yeah. lived in neither of those places, so I'm going to comment on it like I know what I'm talking about. Do it. Um, but the way, um, Alia, the way you've described the uh, Houston scene in terms of meeting like queer Swana people and queer POC and stuff like that, it seemed like it was a small enough scene that there was one scene, basically. Yeah. And sometimes that yeah. feels like a lot more manageable and like um, approachable. Then sometimes in New York, I feel like there's so much that I yeah that's I don't true. even know where I'm supposed to be. And I, the pandemic the pandemic quieted down a lot of that in a way, but um, sometimes it's just like constant FOMO and like everyone else is already yeah. in a click and I don't know how to enter it uh, kind of feelings when there's just like a larger city with a more established scene. Yeah, if you're in Houston, yeah. you just look up what's going on at the Montrose Center. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Everyone in Houston will know what that is. Um, yeah. You and queer. Uh, yeah, the Montrose Center is like, that's the go-to. Um, and I yeah. never found like the place in Chicago or the, I, I'm sure there are yeah. places like that, but I just never, it wasn't as yeah. easy to pinpoint for me. Um, and then, like you said, Nadia, New York, it's just there's so much of that that it's hard to know I'm literally, where to start. Like, I've thought about moving to New York, and I'm not even there yet, and I already feel like the, like the FOMO and everything. I'm like, yeah, I'm like literally, yeah. how is there so much going on? I love it. That's why I want to go. But also, yeah. where do you even start? 
like yeah. it's great on on so many levels because you can't be like oh there's nowhere like this doesn't like if you if you think something it doesn't exist it just means you haven't looked hard enough it's because yeah. there's nothing here that doesn't exist so in some ways that's great because you know like if I'm looking for some kind of community and I haven't found it it's because I haven't found it not because it's not there um yeah. but like it it can be overwhelming yeah yeah. Well, you yeah. can start with Imagine. us. You can come with us to events and stuff. Yeah, you can. We know Perfect. we know some stuff. Yeah. Um, Stunning. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite, actually, one of my favorite things um, here, queer Swana wise, is the like the salons. We've had we've had um, episodes on it where there are queer Swana focused artist salons, and that's that's really cool. nice. It's a really like it's always a really intimate space. Um, and it's usually a lot of the same people over and over, which is, it's, it's nice to have kind of that yeah. familiarity. Yeah. At and least. it's, it's nice because cool. it's a little more low key. Like I feel like yeah. so much, uh, I'll say like in general, queer community getting together is, is like often really focused on like parties and drinking and clubbing, which like I yeah. like, but but I can't do that all the time and I'm increasingly not able to do that all the time so it's just nice when some things are just um I don't know there's other stuff going on and I mean it's actually kind of cool to hear about that because I straight up like haven't heard of that um most of the stuff that I do hear about is like drag related so a lot of it is in like clubs and stuff um which like the main thing I hear about in New York is like Nefertiti's which is like Adam Australia's like show which is amazing she's phenomenal um but like I haven't heard of anything like kind of slower so it's kind of cool that it's there and you know love that yeah it definitely gets a little less um just hype by nature because it's smaller but um yeah there's, yeah, there's other things but yeah and Pretty cool. is great I I've yeah. performed in a couple of them in the really before times yeah um Stunning. I, had, I had a little bit of um a drag king persona going on for a while love it that's yeah. so cool actually what was your hubby bitch is that who, or he, hubby boy was it oh hubby no boy that was my tagline i've actually i've i've changed my name a few times because i've just played with different personas i've gone in and out of drag a few times i've done um drag king performances but they're usually like slightly more like evil femme male yeah. uh leaning drag kings um and i i did and then, then i did the film project when it was early lockdown so and i also have done like uh femme drag personas and yeah I just haven't exactly like settled on where I want to be with that um yeah yeah. have you tried drag yourself I know you're like super into like watching it but (laughs) kind of um (laughs) when I was like 18 I went by like lesbian for five minutes it was garbage um and so then (laughs) I I changed (laughs) thank you um and so I changed my name um I tried to play into the stereotype because there was that whole reclaim thing so it was Tara Ricks um oh my god yes yeah yeah um and then that didn't go over well with the white audiences so I switched to Cleopatra because Jordan you know Uh, and then uh, I just I like Okay, these are all so I, these are really clever, actually. One of my friends goes by Frida Palestine, which I think is huh. legendary. Huh. You know? That is so cool. That's I great. That. Wait, was it like Frida Kahlo leaning? Yeah. Palestinian? Kind of. That's great. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> it's really fun. And then there's one, uh, <laughs> I, 
Niley Cyrus. Um, <laughs> she's Egyptian. Um, nice. Yeah, drag is so fun. And Alia, you said you went, do you like dabbled in it? Or do you just- Oh like, no, I just love, I, I've okay. been in one, I've been in one drag show, but I just, I mean, I was agreeing that like, I just love I was gonna say, when you were saying you didn't do it, I was like, I've seen, I've seen a picture of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very brief thing. Yeah, fun. stage of life. My name was cool. my name was not at all clever. It was so stupid. It was Clayton Nutson, and I was trying to be this like really macho, like dick. What is surname? Why not? Yeah, no. I was I was like this leather boy who was supposed to be Cute. this like arrogant dick, and then I changed into construction clothes, and I was like, yeah, only men can build shit. And I was trying to like make fun of <laughs> misogynists. I don't know. <laughs> it was so dumb. I think you should do it again. I think you should bring that back. Honestly, I yeah, that's kind of legendary. <laughs> I actually should. They were too pretty. Yeah. They were. They they both had very strong personalities. These two characters. So yeah, they it. deserve they deserve a resurface someday. Um, I know. I don't know. My Bring hard hat. Near you. Yeah. My hard hat kept falling off. That was embarrassing when I was doing the construction workers. Oh, that's hilarious. That's like, you yeah. should make that part of the act. Maybe exactly. I should. It, kept, it, in. it like landed in the audience. So maybe that is like. Exactly. I mean, it's a little bit of a hazard, but you know. You can just like throw your hard hat out to somebody <laughs> yeah. in the audience. I said, literally knock them out. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's a commentary. Yeah. About like hard, where am I going with this? Yeah, something about like misogyny and like being hard. Getting and, like, hard. It, uh, I think you go on like, every job just be like, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God. It's Nadia, hard uh, to yeah. be a man. Nadia, which song did you use again? I forget. When you were in. For what? I've done a lot like, of No, songs. like the. The one I'm thinking of, which you have no idea which one I'm thinking of. I don't know what you're thinking of. Was did, it the did one? Did you do Sexy Back? Am I remembering that right? I did, I did Sexy Back once. Um, okay. Yeah, it was Shady Shaddy was doing a benefit. Oh, Shady for... Shaddy, yeah. Shady Shaddy, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it was a fundraiser for No Pipeline BK. Um, yeah, so I did, I did, what else did I do in that show? I did a couple of them, but Sexy Back was one of them. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's oh. the main one I remember, for whatever reason. Fine. I don't know. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah, Layla, what songs do you remember? What songs you did when you were in your drag? Um, I tried to do mixes because I always thought they were the coolest, but they were always really horrible because I didn't know how to make mixes. So it was just like random because like I always had like an Arab kind of thing. So I tried to do like Lady Gaga mixed with like Asala. It was garbage. <laughs> but like, Wait, that's I was fun. Like, this is, that's great. This is yeah, I would see that. <laughs> I totally. Nobody's telling me anything. <laughs> it was fully like doing dubka to Gaga. That's great. Because you know, Whoa. what else do you do? Yeah. Wait, Nadia, yeah. have you started teaching dubka yet? Speaking of. Um no, but that was I... a weird transition on my part, but. It was kind of related. Um. It's yeah. I'm gonna start in. Uh, it's either gonna be in March or April, depending on when things get cool. scheduled. So if you go Good to time. this school and you happen to be listening to that podcast, which I don't know why you would be, 
Look this is your future Devka teacher here. Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to hopefully be teaching Devka at uh, middle schools in in school and after school programs soon. So that's so cool. That. Yeah. Thinking about Devka in a drag context, by the way, is iconic, and I think you should not stop there. That's just my opinion. You know, if I ever get back into drag, I'm going to do it. I think this should be your inspiration. I think this should be an inspiration for both of y'all to get back into exactly. it. Exactly. And yeah. maybe I will too. This is actually uh, like getting me excited talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, everybody should do drag. It's fun. Yeah. I think they should. I think yeah. I, I think it's cool because it's like, um, I don't know, maybe this is like just me saying this. But I feel like most people's drag personas sit like somewhere between them and not them. You know, yeah. like it's not entirely fake and it's not entirely who you are in regular life. It's like, yeah, you can draw out like some some aspects of you that's not the most visible and you're just like everyday going through life persona and yeah, and yeah. bring it out. So I think that's cool. And maybe you like yeah. disagree with me and you're like, no, I'm not that misogynistic dick bro at all. I was going to say, like, I'm I don't not, know. I don't know. I, know. I was going to say, I'm not Clayton Nutson, but I get what you mean. Like, yeah. I think I brought out some of my anger by being him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a part and, of you. Yeah. 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 And like I was saying, I think like that's my approach to drag, which is different than the most like, yeah. I know some people like for them that drag is just like more parody than it is yeah. about creating a persona that's very specific to them. It's more about like picking like a cliche or an archetype than like really just yeah. blowing No, but even if that it's a, up. Even if it's a parody, it can be about you because you're channeling like yeah. some, you're, you're sure. like, fuck, I hate this type of person and you're letting- You're like, why do like, I hate them so much? Yeah. You know, and when you think about why you hate someone so much, you realize there's like a little bit of a yeah. grain of them in you. Either yeah. a grain of them in you, or there's you, for some reason, like you had a experience or whatever with yeah. someone like that, and you're, this is your way of like reclaiming that experience and like doing something for yourself related yeah. to Yeah, it. totally. That's interesting. Kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay, this is making me really into the idea of doing this again. Why not? Yeah. It's so fun. It really is. And you yeah. can like, you can take it in any direction you want and you can dress in a way that you normally wouldn't like in any other context. And that, that itself is kind of fun too. Yeah. Yeah. Drag is just like, you take everything that you wish you could do and then it just kind of maximizes. It's really cool. I don't know. Yeah. Drag is like visual art on a person, but then you get to like be like fun with it. It's cool. Yeah. 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 who are um cool. you mentioned a few of them but who are some of your favorite drag artists um there are a lot uh jackie fox yeah um love her um there are you know Anna Mascaria, uh just vaguely any arams um Arabia felix i love her um but like beyond that too um sasha velour is amazing um the whole like blurring gender lines and just making art because what else do you do? Same. Love her. Um, you know, Chelsea Pierce is an amazing performer in New York. I watched so much drag and I can't even think of them. Shea Coulee, love her. 
Chicago legend. Onion Knees, another Arab. Oh, yeah. uh, she's been on this she's podcast amazing. before. Yeah. She's everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's so many. Drag just kind of keeps going. Like, I don't know. There's so much of it everywhere. Yeah. Bibi Babau. She's from Australia. Also amazing performer. Adore her. Um, but yeah, really cool. I love just like people who bring something to the table that is like not usually on the table. And Bibi is one of those people too, who like, she's Polynesian. And so a lot of her stuff is like, just bringing her culture to the table. And there's not much of that. So it's really cool. Something yeah. about culture, just being gay and like performed. I love it. Yeah. It's like the only thing I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you found, wait, so you found a pretty good Chicago drag scene so far? Yeah, I mean, I haven't been out too much because I've been, you know, can we say, but most of the stuff that I have seen has been really amazing. And um, like, uh, who else, who's out here? Uh, like Bambi Banks is amazing. The entire like Banks Kulay family is insane. Um, I'm trying to remember, you know, yeah, I wish I had gone to more yeah. drag in Chicago. I'm trying to yeah. remember. There's a really yeah. cool scene here. It's just really cool. The whole Kardashian. Palestinian legend. Um, so many people. Yeah. There's like a lot of really good Chicago drag. Yeah. I would say Chicago and New York are probably two of the best scenes in the US. Mm. Houston's drag scene is like really impressive. It's just smaller. It's but I think small, that also comes yeah. because Houston is small. Yeah. I used Houston's to go... not a small city, but yeah. 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 Houston itself is not small, but there are like there are yeah. certain scenes that really are, and you get to know. Yeah everyone in the scene really quickly like whatever you're everyone talking, yeah <laughs> yeah i used to go to pearl bar where there was like drag bingo um yeah and that that was that i miss that um but yeah, yeah. i yeah it, it was very instant it, it just felt more immediate in houston like once you were in a yeah. group or a scene like you really started knowing everyone in that scene um yeah yeah which like has its pros and cons for sure. Yeah, because I mean, if you know, like in New York or like Chicago, I mean, I assume in Chicago, you know, if there's, if you kind of aren't feeling a scene or you're like, you know, you don't want to be in at that time, then you have like 20 other options. You just have to look for them. Exactly. When it comes to like Houston, you want to go out, you're going out to that one scene and yeah. that's all you got, you know? I it's love- like, You're going to see the people so you don't want to see. Exactly. Like yeah. I, I loved, my time in Houston because of people I knew, like yeah. my friend circle. But I also think I, out of everywhere I've lived, and I've lived a lot of places, I think I've never had as much drama as I have in <laughs> Houston just because it, yeah. because of that very thing. It's like you can't get away from yeah. like whatever happens, like somehow right someone's going to like know them or whatever. Yeah. It's like, so, you know, the jokes they always make about, like, the lesbian dating scene where, like, everyone knows everyone in some roundabout way. That's just the whole Houston queer scene. It's so And, nice. like, it's part of why I wanted to leave. So, yeah, you know? No, I see why. I, yeah. I, I could see that. Um, I feel like I know so much Houston-based drama. And again, I've never yeah. lived there. Yeah, just because <laughs> you've had to hear about it this whole time. Just, like, through you yeah. and, like, a few other people. Just, yeah. Yeah. No. It gets around. <laughs> it does. Like anything involving like an Arab Desi or like <laughs> yeah. Muslim 
queer person yeah. <laughs> like yeah well, and it's for me yeah. it's expanded to like other cities in texas too because someone will know someone yeah. and then you you're like oh you should I, I don't know whatever i won't get into specifics but... <laughs> yeah yeah no same like i think i've been to austin twice in my life and i yeah. could tell you like half of the drama that's happened oh in the last God. 10 years just because random people that i know have heard of it and you know that the whole shame thing same with san antonio dallas which is like forever away from houston it's yeah. the other side of the state like everyone knows everything and know. texas is gigantic i don't so what's get going on? why this is a thing i don't know if it's just it's like so weird people are just louder and like maybe share all their stuff I more I, I have no idea but no idea yeah but like <laughs> there was a lot it was a lot yeah yeah um and okay so you you grew up in houston too um so what i feel like from what i've heard from like the three people i know from houston <laughs> uh, i feel like there's quite a few pretty significant like arab american communities there is that was that your experience um what yeah, was mostly. it like growing up there in general for you um growing up there in general for me it was mixed i think um because mm -hmm. like i don't know compared to like other places i've been you know like Wisconsin or like like some of the places around Chicago I feel like it's harder to kind of find a community where in Houston it was all like right there um you know but that also as we've said before has downsides yeah. um and so like I don't know growing up in Houston was very mixed for me like as an Arab because I feel like a lot of white people there uh don't really know what the Middle East is <laughs> yeah and if they do they like oh the place with the yellow it. filter like, yeah i've seen it in movies isn't it like dusty <laughs> yeah right yeah no i had uh this one guy in school straight up didn't know um he's like where are you from and i was like oh well i mean you know i'm i grew up here and he's like no no, no where are you from i was like i'm jordanian and yeah. he's like oh my gosh where's that <laughs> like georgia and i'm like no 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 no. like oh, it's in wow. the middle east and he's like where's the middle east and he was like, like the Northeast? I was oh. like, no, 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 like <laughs> the Middle East. Like it's, you know, it's a it's a region, it's in Asia. And he's like, well, some of it's in Asia. Yeah. And he's like, what, where where are you? Like, what part? I was like, have you ever, are you Christian? He's like, the Bible? Well, wait, hold on, like Jerusalem? I was like, yeah, it's over there. It's over there. Oh my God. And he's like, yeah. oh my you God, that's crazy. Like, at that point, you're like, fine. You know what, you kind of yeah. got, close enough <laughs> i'm from like over there <laughs> that's wild it's close enough you also just think like especially sadly post 9 11 you're like how does anyone yeah. not know literally like at You'd least think, at mean, least the news. stereotypes how do you at least not know the stereotypes or like what it's yeah so... it's bizarre that's it weird. makes no sense that's but yeah there's also one guy who thought i was japanese um and this is a story I love telling at parties just because I think it's funny. Um, so, you know, in like history class, you take, you know, there's like six months of Europe and like a minute of the Middle East. Yeah. Um, we had that whole thing. And then we got to Asia and they were talking about Japan and um, they were showing a video uh, of like Japanese people and like whatever. And, um, and this one kid on the other side of the room was like, oh my God, aren't you from there? I was like, what? What? I don't even, what do you, did this I, okay, no, this one is a reach, because I don't look Japanese, I don't have a Japanese name, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, it, Jay, 
it starts with a J, right? Oh my and I was god, like, I can't. J- Jordan? You mean he's like J J Pam J Ordan? Same thing. Same You're, thing. It's, yeah. It, I was like, yep, they are exactly the same. That's Technicality. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. 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 I don't. Basically I Jordan also read. only read the first letter of words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> literally same it's my favorite my fave i think they the like sort the letters in terms of importance oh sorry go on. <laughs> oh my god well i mean up. like layla and i are the same person because we both have an l in yeah. our name actually we yeah, all have exactly. an a in our name and, so yeah. we're all yeah. the same people yeah triplets if you will uh, yes. Identical triplets. yes <laughs> all from japan of course exactly Japanese at least you live there <laughs> Yeah, I, I did live in Japan. Stunning. Yes. And I will say, being in Japan, people definitely knew I was not Japanese. So that, I don't know what the kid was on. Are you sure? <laughs> right? Like, we're the same. God. No. What? I don't know. You have you a Japanese saying. triplet. Oh my right? gosh, it's crazy. I know. Discoveries <laughs> ma- being made on this podcast in real time exclusive Can't believe content it. identical yes. japanese triplets that's yeah insane. i know what the... it's oh, funny God. though also because like you brought up the bible and like apparently all these people have read the bible but they don't know where the place is being i know mentioned and the it. bible is no, no like the bible is no easy task that's a, a lot of text yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I bet a lot of them haven't actually, actually read, read it, but back to back in one sitting, <laughs> like Harry Potter, just reading yeah. the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Is there? I mean, I'm not gonna ask. There probably is Bible fan fiction. Who knows? <gasps> oh, I'm sure. I am sure you've just unlocked. There's probably I mean, some curiosity among people, including me. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm actually. Sure. Okay, I'm sure there's actual Bible fan fiction. But there's also, like, so many books that, like, didn't make it into the Bible, right? Like, That's people true. just kept, like, writing books after the books that, like, made the cut, right? So there's all these just, like, extra books right. about Epilog- the same all characters. All these epilogues. Yeah. No. Interesting. Um, there's so many, too, right? I, and, I, didn't, I haven't studied it, but, like, there's a lot. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of material. Like, there could be a whole series. Yeah. Instead of just one book. No, and, like, when um, I had, in college, my lit professor, like, did not want to be teaching a European lit class. Um, So he just, like, had this very, like, he was a Pakistani, like, post-colonialism postdoc, but who got stuck teaching, like, European literature, because that's, like, what they make all the postdocs teach. Um, Yeah. No, 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 but, like, it was, like, the weirdest spin on that class. Um, yeah. and then we, like, I don't remember if this was, like, someone's project or discussion or something, um, but, like, we had this exact same conversation about, like, yeah, there's, like, Bible canon, and then there's Bible fanon, right? Fanon! <laughs> 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 like, that's literally where the term canon comes from, so what's the rest of it? It's true. Oh my God. Yeah. Bible fanon. Bible fan. I know. I know. I'm curious too. Like, I know. Yeah, my mind is going many directions right yeah. now. Like, There's probably a whole subculture that, you know, is out there. Yeah. 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 I imagine. 
Anyway, I won't. I was gonna say what's coming to mind, but then I realized it might be too inappropriate. Um, but we can edit it out. Just like group shit. True. Like group shit, like apostle shit, you know? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I'll take that out. But I'm like, for Jesus ex Judas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Oh my god. Um, okay. What were, how do we get here? I don't. <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, because. So, oh, people don't know geography. Yeah, I brought that yeah. up because also like another another guest we had on the podcast recently was talking about. Um, so so his his family is Palestinian Christians from Bethlehem, and people like yeah. don't believe that he can be Christian. And I'm like, that's kind of confusing because I feel like there's a pretty famous Christian from Bethlehem that they like probably later. read about. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of the OG. <laughs> it's literally from there. <laughs> You might have heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you oh like, God. you all paint him way too many shades too light. So maybe people yeah. have forgotten that. Yeah. But. True. Wow. <laughs> He's been doing white face recently, but yeah. you might know him. Yeah. He, he it's, it's his drag persona. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh God! Wait, who? Who? Which? Oh, is this the one I? The yeah, yeah. I wasn't there. Yeah, okay. the Samid. Okay. So you should listen to that episode. We talk about Jesus. Yeah. Um, nice. Lovely. Nice. Okay, I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, we love talking about Jesus. Yeah. Jesus fans. The Queer Arabs podcast. Come here for your weekly Jesus content. Yeah. Exactly. That should be our new oh, bio. God. Beautiful. A Jesus podcast. Uh, well, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so where can people follow you online and DM you about your Jesus connection or your Japan connection or both? Perfect. Um, I am a you know Japanese Jesus lover, um, and you can find me anywhere. <laughs> um, uh, on Instagram uh, at Layla Eo um on twitter at lele eo underscore and same on tiktok okay. so i'm available everywhere perfect i'll follow you yeah. on tiktok i'm i'm Stunning. very present on there um and y'all do not get layla confused with nadia or me i know we're all we are different we are people. triplets but <laughs> identical japanese identical japanese triplets <laughs> <laughs> But Layla is an individual, and I need you all no. to respect that. Thank you. Yeah. It's really important to me. <laughs> triplet. Oh, being a triplet must be rough in that way. Anyway. Um, yeah. So you all can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at The Queer Arabs. And we are reachable at thequeerarabs at gmail.com. And our website is thequeerarabs.com.